We literally just had to start recording because, yeah. <laughs> it, okay, long time podcast coming. Eden, introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. Um, <laughs> so my name's Eden. Um, I'm actually, fun fact, a friend of Abby Showalter, your beloved, um, your beloved host. Oh. Um, and I also have my own podcast at school that isn't on Spotify yet. But um, <laughs> So that's why I can like speak. Yes, but. speak on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice though because a lot of times like I have a lot of like first time podcasters on here mm-hmm. and they're awesome and it's great, but it's like, it's nice because it's like, you know, I don't have to do all like the heavy lifting with like guiding the conversation and like avoiding ums and uhs and like totally. editing yeah. out for silence and stuff, which is fine. But oh, it, I'm going to be um and un plenty, but like, <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, like, with, but within reason. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So we were just speaking on this. I think, do you want to go into the topic that we were just speaking on? Sure. Yeah. So okay. So Eden and I went to high school together. Just yeah. a little backstory. And also for reference, we're um, we're home on our overlapping um, weekends for yes. uh, both of our spring breaks. And so like, I've been here for almost ten days, and I've really just like been sort of reveling in the nostalgia that I'm feeling here. And it's really been making me think about how like I don't know. I, it just made me want to like maybe speak on our high school experience and our experience in Park Ridge specifically. Yeah. And like how the culture of our town that we grew up in has affected us to this day. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Do you want to like sum up your experience in Park Ridge in like one word? Um, I mean like trigger warning, but like being in high school, like made me want to kill myself. So I'm like going to college was like the best thing that ever happened to me. But for some reason, like it was so hard for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember like, it was, like, the weekend that I was, like, really, truly alone. Mm-hmm. And all of my friends had left because I was, like, the last one to go to school. And I was just so – I'd been so ready to graduate for so long, but I guess I didn't really know what that meant. And I remember just, like, one night, like, driving around aimlessly, like, in my car and, like, just in complete silence, like, with the windows down. And it was, like, 80 degrees. And I was completely by myself. And there was no one even, like, I didn't even have a friend in the same state at the time. And I was just like, I'm about to go somewhere where no one knows who I am. And I don't know if that's the greatest thing about it or the worst thing about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's a scary thing or a comforting thing. And it ended up being great, but it was, like, scary. But, like, yeah, going to college was, like, the best thing that ever happened to me. Definitely. Hand to God. No. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I I don't know. I'm I'm so, like, happy to hear that whenever people say that. And and I've had conflicting experiences with college specifically but that sort of makes me think that like in park ridge i i feel like everybody got pushed into a specific role or character yeah you were stuck with that for the rest of your time oh i felt that so heavy what did you feel like you were sort of like pinned as i just felt like a i mean this is gonna get kind of deep getting deep in the pod you guys hey i mean (laughs) i'm ready i'm ready for it this is the discussion that i really wanted to have so i'm really glad you brought it up but um Mm -hmm. i kind of just felt like a background character in my own life for so long Mm -hmm. i kind of felt like i was stuck in this like i feel like people different saw me in different niches niches whatever the hell um but like (laughs) uh like i fit that like theater niche but like i also did sports but i also took like ap classes so it was like i kind of felt like a background character in like each one of those niches so it didn't really feel like that i had a place to like really be me it just kind of felt like my interests were subdued by this role that people had already assumed of me absolutely i think it's really hard to be in a stage of life where you're sort of learning how to be yourself while you're simultaneously being 
harshly judged by everyone. Like, yeah. It's a really tough environment to grow up in. Yeah. And I think that there was sort of this, like, kind of, like, I don't know, weird, like, animalistic mentality where it's, like, if you didn't fit in right away, like, you were literally sent to the wolves like yeah like and like, it's literally no that scene in mean girls like, at the old orchard mall like where they were like <laughs> they're like on the like fountain like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it really like i don't know that is sort of like the vibe i don't know and and i don't know every year in high school i think that i sort of like got closer and closer and also further and further away from who i was so true and it's just yeah the idea of being in, the, like, the most important years of your life for, like, personality development. Yeah. While also everyone is like, you're ugly, you're stupid, you're not rich enough, you're not yeah. humble enough, you're not, You're not like, thin enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, why was it normalized to be, like, making fun of the way that people looked ever? I think it honestly just kind of relies on, like, well, you ever, I took a psychology class last semester, and I, like, low-key hated it, but it did teach me a lot about, like, how people behave and I would think about like my upbringing a lot when like going through like the child psychology like mm. aspects of it like there's <laughs> popular children who are frequently nominated as a best friend and like actively liked by their peers there's um neglected children here click the on off button once there you go yeah Oops. um it's fine um that's just noise cancellation um cool. okay. but so yeah, but there's neglected children who are not frequently nominated as a best friend, but not actively mm -hmm. disliked by their peers. They're just in this neutral. Yeah. So, like, you're no one's best friend, but no one dislikes you. So you're just kind of there. And it's almost more difficult than actual rejection. Because... It is, because you're not the rejected child where they're never nominated as a best friend and yeah. everyone actively dislikes them. It's like the opposite. It's like that Lumineers. This is going to get really deep, but like, kind of, <laughs> like, kind of cheesy, but like that yeah. Lumineers lyric, where it's like the opposite of love's indifference. Mm. oh not yeah hate. you have to have put so much energy into hating someone oh my god but like being so truly indifferent it's like oh it's not that like it's like oh it's not that we like didn't want you there we just didn't think to invite you yeah and it that stung so much more yeah that it's like oh i'm not even thought no one would even think to include me mm -hmm. rather than oh i'm being excluded for a reason it's like yeah. no like it's not that you're being included or excluded it's that you're not even you weren't even like an, a, an idea concept yeah. and that's like the growing up is like a neglected child would you yeah. say that you kind of had that experience because i would definitely say that i did i think i had like a unique experience because of my friend group um in high school like mm. the our culture within because i mean it was a friend group of 20 people so yeah and like basically we had the mindset where it's like if you're like if one person like is this can we like curse on this yes if yes one person fucks up like everybody will attack you and pile everything on and so yeah. like, you always had to be perfect um and there's a lot of pressure around that and i i have been excluded and i have been um cast out but what's almost as painful is that i've also been a part of that towards other people and mm. dealing with the guilt of that is really hard because I know exactly how that feels, and We're, it's terrible. Would you say that you're reflecting more on that guilt now that you're in college and, like, a little bit more removed yeah. from that? Yeah, and, like, I think that's why, like, I find myself wanting to reconnect with, like, some of those friendships that I used to put a lot of effort into and now, like, needed time away to, like, re-understand, like, where that was. And, like, 
I feel like there's a lot of like healing that still needs to be done. And yeah, I, I think I am reflecting on it a lot more now that I'm removed and now that I'm in actual therapy that actually helps me. Hey and, now. Yeah. Hey and, now. and like now that I'm learning what to ask for from other people, I'm also learning what I've done that crossed other people's boundaries and that like hurt other people. And I try not to be too hard on myself because I know I was like young and I was also mistreated. And that's all I knew. But I still can't help but feel guilty, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that guilt is, like, a good thing. Mm. Don't let it, like, bog you down. But, like, I think we feel guilt because it propels us to be better people. Like, if you didn't feel guilty, you wouldn't have been making these, like, self-improvements to be a better person in the future. Yeah. You didn't feel guilty for things you've done in the past. You just continued doing them over and over again. True. And, like... Without guilt, where would we be? Yeah. I, I do feel, like, a lot better about the way that I treat people now. Like, uh, I, I think that... I don't know. I, in my life, like in this stage of my life, like, and I'm sure you feel similarly, like I'm making active, like really difficult choices every day to be not only being like kinder and better to Mm -hmm. myself, but also like to be better to like my friends and to ask them what they need and to like be willing to apologize. And yeah, it's just so hard because in my brain, it's like, if I've done something bad, I'm actually evil. And if yeah. I haven't done something bad, then I'm God. So, like, where's the... <laughs> yeah. You know? Where's the middle ground here? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard, like, not to operate in extremes, I guess, when you've grown up, like, I think just with, like, a lot of... I think a lot of, like, emotions and just especially, like, being involved with, like, just the place that we were. Like, I think more than recently, like, my prefrontal cortex is really prefrontal cortexing and, like... <laughs> I think I'll have conversations with people at college who I went to high school with and I'll be like, oh my God, like, can you fucking believe that happened? Cause it's like, yeah. that's like not like, they, like that's like not the way that people should be treating each other. There's the fact that like other people have acted in such a way. And I'm sure I would like to hope that they were like growing and, and like changing as people now. But I think like now that I've like kind of developed as an adult, I guess a little bit more and I still have a long way to go. I think we all do, but like the closer I've gotten to like, the more I've gone into adulthood and now that I'm, like, entering my early 20s, like, I look back and I'm just, like, oh, my God. Like, who, like, like, that's, of course I was so fucked up by that. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Um, And it's, it's especially hard when, like, I don't know, a lot of these people that have, like, specifically hurt me, like, some of them, I'm still, like, friends with and I still have relationships with and navigating that is so like weird and difficult because like i have to continue a healthy friendship and also work backwards and like yeah work on like the hurt which is like low-key important in any friendship you know like there is stuff that needs to be healed like often and like it's so hard to want to do that because opening up means you have to like admit that like you did something wrong yeah um but i don't know i i think like our high school specifically it wasn't really normalized to be acting in a really healthy emotionally manner no it was like you either like like you got to compete yeah literally it was like you're competing for friends like even mm-hmm. while you're in a friend group or even while you're friends with someone like you are constantly competing for someone's attention yeah. just to maintain their friendship. Like, I remember, I'm not going to name names, but on the pod, but I'm going to quickly pause and tell Eden who I'm speaking yeah. on, but I'm not going to drop these names on the pod. But yeah, so I used to be friends with this one girl who um, 
would basically just tell me like she was friends with this girl because they played like a, a club sport together and how this one girl was kind of like notorious for having like these really big parties and mm. this other girl wasn't really like involved in that and so like became friends through sports and just kind of like she would outside of school and she like invited to those parties but even while she was at the parties you have all these people who are this girl's quote the party girls like quote unquote friends competing for her attention and like vying for her attention to maintain their status and like it's almost like they're like maintaining their spot it's like you're yeah. constantly like yeah we're friends but you still have to like fight for that spot in someone's friendship like there were people who were just naturally draw like i think they're the people who are kind of like winners in that situation and i'm not saying that like anyone's a winner in that situation like I, I, <laughs> yeah, in fact everyone everyone's a victim and everyone <laughs> yeah. loses in some yeah, form in that situation yeah. but like for lack of a better term the winners in that situation were the people that like had basically like neglectful parents who just let them do whatever the fuck they want mm. they were like smoking weed all the time having the party houses and it was just like and that's whatever like but you know, like, it's like, they also lost. Yeah. Because you're like, are these people really my friends? Or do they really just, like, want my clout? Or do they want my house? Or my booze? Or my drugs? Or whatever? Or, like, is it like, do you really want someone who's your friend? Either you're qu constantly questioning if someone actually values your friendship, or you feel like you have to constantly compete for your friends. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I like the idea that, like, everybody is a victim because, like... Yeah. We all were trying so hard to, like, to be the one who was picked that we didn't pick anybody. Like, we, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't pick anybody. That's like, so true. Like, we're focusing so hard on someone else picking us that, like, we don't, we never really picked anyone else. Yeah. You could have been the winner in someone else's situation. Yeah. And, like, I, that was something I didn't really think about. This is something that you said to me, like, over FaceTime once or, like, we were on the phone while we were at school or something. Mm -hmm. And you said this to me and it's, like, really stuck with me. Really? And oh, it was God, something you're... you're <laughs> Well, you're, you said your therapist told you that, like, you can't expect vulnerability without mm. offering some yourself. Yes. Oh and that's, like, changed. That, like, rewired my brain. Like, I know when people on TikTok are, like, things that I think would alter my brain chemistry. And it's, like... Like, therapy would. Therapy would actually alter your brain chemistry. Therapy yeah. altered my brain chemistry, like, my senior year of high school, like, mm. was the last time I was, like, really in, in like, intense therapy. And, like, um, I'm not saying I'm, like not seeking out going back into that it's just my therapist left the practice it was just like that was going on but yeah. anyway um but shit i just totally spaced on what i was no, just talking about um oh yeah the, the vulnerability. vulnerability yes sorry about that um but yeah like you can't expect someone to be like hey like do you want to go on this date with me or someone to be like hey like do you want to go do you have a do you want to have a sleepover or do you want to go get coffee with me like I have a, I know, understand that, like, I have a really big outgoing personality, and either that's going to scare people away, or that's going to, like, draw people to me, mm -hmm. and honestly, like, whatever way it works out, that's the way that it's meant to be, and I know that I'm not for everyone, but, like, it really does, like, draw that attention to me, that, like, I think when I was younger, I was so afraid to be vulnerable that it didn't, I didn't even think about, well, other people are probably afraid to be vulnerable to you as well, so, like, yeah. someone's going to have to take that step, and it's not fair of you to always put that onto the other person. Yeah, that's why, like, Honestly, I, I think I do this subconsciously, but I like to act like it's purposeful. Like, I, I definitely, like, love to offer vulnerability in really any situation, even if it's, like, a person I'm meeting for the first time. Yeah. Because I think that there, there's a really big misconception that vulnerability equals weakness. And there's yeah. nothing weaker than not being vulnerable at all. 
that's weakness because you can't handle it, you know? Like, yeah. there's nothing stronger than being vulnerable and accepting that you feel something uncomfortable and speaking on it or, like, accepting that you feel something wonderful and sharing that, too. Like, there's something that's so beautiful about honesty in whatever way. Yeah. And just, like, rawness, like, being real. Like, vulnerability is just telling the truth. Um, and not telling the truth is lying. So if you're not being vulnerable, you're being a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm over that. I'm not trying to be a liar for the rest of my life. Like, no. I want to, like... Because you're also lying to yourself. Yes, exactly. I want to, like, whatever I... Whatever, like... This is going to sound so cheesy. Like, really bear with me. But, like, whatever song I have to sing, I hope I sing it loudly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I just... I hope I sing it from, you know, the highest Because it's not worth singing loudly, it's not worth singing at all. Exactly. Like... I, I really, really believe in that. And and I think that, like, that's what I that's what I see more often now that people have, like, grown up. Like, mm-hmm. seeing people at the aisle after, like... God. You know? God. <laughs> oh, my God. I had this really horribly awkward hug with Josh no, Brzezinski at no. the aisle once. <laughs> I have had Please. way too many awkward hellos at the aisle. And let's literally talk about it. And I'm not going to name names, but... The Emerald Isle is, by the way, we live on, like, a border suburb of Chicago. So, like, the first Chicago neighborhood that you enter into, like, from our border suburb, basically, is called Edison Park. And it's, like, basically, like, just a bunch of, like, bars and, like, restaurants and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, That's the Emerald Isle is one us. of those bars where you are going to... It's kind of like a dive, but it's, like, an Irish bar that you're going to find, like, a ton of people that you went to high school with. It is the most triggering meet and greet you'll ever go to. And, and not the Tana Mojo and, and iDubs one. Like, that's for sure. Like, it beats... It beats... It beats that for yeah. sure. Um, oh my god. There are a few people that I've actually seen at the aisle recently that I low-key had a great time talking to. If okay. you know who you are, you know who you are. Um, low-key... Should I shout out Sorry, some like, random like, names? I mean, like, yeah, they're probably not gonna Shout out Tara Murphy. You're literally okay, nice whoa. as hell. I love okay. you. Um, Tara, you're iconic, and we didn't talk in high school, but you're super nice. <laughs> TBH, nice. you're really nice, funny, and smart. <laughs> Aww. Remember the TBHs that we would have? Yeah, remember that, like, the app TBH? Oh, my God! Like, Wait, freshman year? Can we talk about, like, Ask FM or, like... What I was, was never a- on Ask FM. Oh, my God. Or... That was, like, never a thing What was, like, the for thing me. Where, like, anonymous confessions? You, like, make anonymous confessions? YOLO on Snapchat? Oh, that, too. All the above trigger warning. Literally like, trigger warning. Could not be more like, triggering. No, I've had some really nice things said about me and some actually terrible, horrible like, things said about you. Can we denormal? Well, I think we've low key denormalized this, but like fat shaming was like high key normalized. Yeah, and like for what? Why was I being fat shamed when I was a freshman? I was literally not fat. No, like that's actually weird. And also like whatever. Everybody hated themselves and nobody was honest about it. So then people just took it out on other people. No, literally, yeah. Like, I think especially after the pandemic, a lot of people are more open about that. Mm-hmm. Like, especially since, like, mental health is, like, taken a forefront yeah. here. And, like, people being, like, it's okay to not be okay. And, like, talk about it and be open with your friends. Mm-hmm. Because you could just be saving someone's life. Like, that whole thing. Um, like, just, you know. Yeah. I think like, in COVID, people are, like, more just, like, coming out about, like, having eating issues. And, like, how, like, body dysmorphia has, like, ruined their life. Yeah. And all this shit. But, like, no one really talked about that when we were younger. Yeah, absolutely. Also, like, my experience with, like, my body and with food in high school was so complicated because I just didn't really know that it was an issue. Like, the issue in my brain and in so many people's brains that struggle with this is, like, oh, I'm literally a huge, disgusting, like, ginormous person who needs to 
like go on a diet obviously yeah like what like and and like but anyway um yeah like it it was just i don't know i i didn't really know that there was like an issue like i almost like wanted i, I wish that i had more self-control to be able to like like restrict myself or whatever but like i i had such a beautiful like body and i was always beautiful like no matter what like i, I honestly like even in my ugliest moments like i really try not to like cringe at myself because yeah. like like <laughs> i i could cringe i could cringe and you would cringe at me but like i don't cringe at myself because i know like what i was going through and i know that like I was low-key cute. I was the cute yeah. little 14-year-old. Like, like, you're still living life. You're still doing everything for the first time. Like, it's not... It's unfair to expect you to do everything right on the first try. Yeah. Also, like, you never know who secretly, like, is a fan, you know? Yeah! Oh, wait. I would literally pay any amount of money to know who's had a crush on me. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would literally pay any amount of money. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't care. I literally don't care. Oh, you know, like, how much, however much money Gwyneth Paltrow is, like, paying to, like be like to like not eat and like be literally like sustained like the fucking like moisturize me bitch from that doctor who episode oh that's literally God. gwyneth paltrow right now i'm so sorry like wow it's all over my tiktok feed and i'm literally so over it yeah. but people being like she looks sad and like dry and gross like, yeah. because she doesn't fucking eat yeah, yeah eat basically something. eat, eat something, something. i saw a woman duet her and she was like i'm the same age as gwyneth paltrow yeah and she's like I mean, yeah, she's not thin, and she's like, yeah, it's because I eat. Like, she's like, yeah, because I eat and I feed myself. She's like, yeah, I'm overweight, but my heart is healthy, like, my cholesterol is low, and, like, my doctor says that I'm fine, and I eat. Yeah. And they look, Gwyneth Paltrow looks, like, 70 fucking years old. She does. She looks, yeah. And, like, I don't know, a lot of aging is just, like, like sunscreen and, like, genetics. Yeah. Also, like, also it's, it is a privilege to age. I do yeah. believe that. It's a, it is very much a privilege to age. So I, many people are not awarded agree. the same privilege to grow old and be wrinkly. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know. I just think of people who've, like, had, like, these really young and, like, I was saying it's funny that the music was, like, kind of, like, moody that we were listening to <laughs> earlier and now it's, like, yeah. going on shuffle and it's Doja Cat. <laughs> As it should be. We need that in this Yeah. But, but, um... No, I, I always yeah, like, actually say, like, there's so many people that I think I would have loved. There's so many people who their family would have loved to see them grow wrinkles and mm -hmm. get white hair and have like sunspots on their face, and they don't get to see that. Yeah. So yeah. True. I actually I didn't make this up. My nana made this up. So like Speak any, on it. anytime anyone will like or anytime she'll be like complaining about like being old or whatever, she'll just be like, well, you know what, like. It's better than the alternative. And it is. Yeah, like, it is better than the alternative. Like, and, and it is absolutely a privilege to have wrinkles. I like that. Like, it's, yeah. It, it really, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm, like, really kind of struggling with, like, the idea of, like, growing old right now. And, mm -hmm. like, knowing that, like, the life that I, like, imagined for myself, like, where we grew up and, like, and beyond. Like, it's just yeah. not the life that ended up happening. And, like, that is really hard to accept, like. And especially because of COVID, like, I still feel like that's coming and I need to, like, sort of get back into my head and be like, no, like, that will literally never happen. But that doesn't mean that there isn't something, like, so much better and amazing waiting for you somewhere else. Yes. Very true. I don't know. It, it's just, like, it's so, like, sickening, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. knowing that, like, the joy that I, like, thought that I would feel here, like, never really happened. Yeah. Like, and that's kind of depressing, but it's also, like kind of hopeful because imagine if all the that like amazing joy happened here and then like the rest of my life was boring as fuck like yeah i mean 
couldn't be me. Could yeah. be a lo- and it is a lot of other fucking people. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean Oh god, should I drop names on this? I feel bad. What would you say about this? I person? some say a it, bunch of people that though. a bunch of people that we went to that like were on the football team at our high school, I guess. And a, there are a couple guys that we went to high school with and they were on the football team and they were like always like really good at sports and like really socially like popular they were very social um i wouldn't say that they were recognized as like the nicest people in the world but they were incredibly yeah. social i wouldn't say that they weren't like picky with who they were social with too like if you were at their table in their like class they would talk to you yeah that's true like I, they, I they're not gonna really... be your best friend they're not yeah. gonna go out of their way to be nice to you but like they weren't me- i would at least in my experience they weren't mean yeah i've definitely had some like really positive experiences with like people who like 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 I guess what what would be I love this song I guess what would be like stereotypically like jock esque people like I've definitely yeah. had some really good experiences with them but I've also had some really bad experiences with people like that also you know? fair also fair yeah I could be forgetting other details but point being is the reason I bring this up is like these two guys were like really good at sports really like super popular in our high school like always had like girls and stuff like mm. you know. And they were kind of like a duo, and then they both went to play football at the same college. They both play like D three football in Boston, and they. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Actually. Wow. This is like a Dumois like... like blind item, like <laughs> blind item. Yeah. You got uh, main South blind item. Oh my god. Parkridge blind item. True. Um, no, literally, I'm hearing hello like Parkridge blind items from my family. Like it's funny. Like I come home and I get all the blind items. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. Anyway, um, but the reason I bring friends so they don't they don't tell me anything about this. <laughs> but anyway, please. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so they like hate they like hate being in college. Their college their high school experience was so like great and amazing and like good for them for it. But like they hate being in college and like these are two guys that are like playing d3 football and i'm like yeah like you really wanted to play this sport and stuff and that's great but you could have been so much happier like going to another school and like just being a student like you don't need to be an athlete for the rest of your life yeah and when that's like your identity and that's where their social currency comes from then it's like i also think about it like do you have the ability to make friends outside of being on a team with them Mm. yeah and also like i think what's also significant to remember is like when you said like their high school experience was, like, great and, like, perfect or, or whatever, like, I, like, you're right, like, that is what it looked like, but maybe that wasn't the case, like, not, not to, like, challenge you like that, but no, I, no, no, I, no, that's I'm fair. More, like, challenging my own point of view on it, because, no, it's like, 100% fair. I did think that, like, a lot of people's lives, were I was jealous of them, yeah, 100%, I remember being, like, 15, 16, and being so fucking jealous of those people. I'm like, why do they get to be so happy and I don't? Yeah. Why do they get to have all these amazing friends and relationships and parties and, um, like, just, I don't know. Like, I was like, what is drawing more, pe- what it, what draws people to these other individuals that I don't have? Yeah. And I constantly started thinking to myself, I was like, what is wrong with me that, like, it's, like, my life doesn't appear as great as theirs does. And, again, like, you never know, like, what's going on underneath the surface. But, like, you know, like, I think there's definitely a trade-off. And I'd rather the rest of my life be beautiful and amazing and, like, growing from a terrible high school experience than having this seemingly amazing high school experience and then constantly, like, yearning for that, yearning to want to go back to the past. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't know. When I find myself, like, missing high school, quote-unquote, like, what I miss is, like, feeling fully, like, embodied in my life. Like, I feel like I was fully connected with, like, my feelings and my thoughts and my surroundings. Like, Interesting. 
I find myself very disconnected these days. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. There was just this, like, really beautiful hope that I had. Even in my darkest moments, like, I was never hopeless until, like, I feel like I went to, like, college. <laughs> um, but, no, like, also, like, mean. When, when it comes to college, like, it's not like I'm having a terrible experience because I'm I'm having one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had. And, like, to me, that's, like growth and like yeah i have had a lot of really awesome things happen to me at college and i'm having fun and, and i really like it there but it's, it's just like the the most beautiful part to me is the idea that i get to like get better and i and i get to like make choices every day to like make my life better because now i have this you know knowledge and information that, that i didn't have when i was 15 like yeah I think the re- like I definitely 100% agree with that. Like I I think the reason the only thing that I do miss about high school is I think just like who I was. And I wish like so bad like I could like going through college, I'd be like remembering things I'm just like god, I wish I could go back and like give myself a hug. Ugh, yeah. Like fuck. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like I wish I could just go back and like like I think just give myself the patience that I deserved. Mm. I think it's not like I miss it. I would never wa- ever want to go back like and relive it. But I also like, I wish I could have given myself just like a hug. Absolutely. Yeah. That's such a beautiful way to like, I don't know. That, that's a beautiful way to describe like wanting to like, I wish I could have the like compassion. Yeah, I wish I could have been there for me. Yeah, because I think knowing what I know now, I fucking love the person that I've become through all that horrible shit that happened to me, Mm. and just going through all of that business. And sorry, we're like drifting away from that like topic you originally brought up. But yeah, like we don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to like stay on it. Like oh no, yeah, I I I do kind of want to like recenter on that topic about like um. I think you wanted to discuss, like, different, like, classes within friend groups and stuff. Yeah. Well, also, like, I wanted to bring up the fact that, like, I remember in middle school, that's when, like, the outward, like, materialism was, like, really, really, like, like, I found, and I don't know, like, how it was, like, where you went to middle school, but I found at my middle school that, like, most of the people that were, like, what would maybe be the equivalent of, like, popular. It wasn't really like that, but, like, I don't know. I guess there was, like, just, like, the friend group that, like, a lot of people, like, thought was, like, cool or whatever. Like, most of them, like, were wealthy. Like, very wealthy. Yeah. Um, well, I remember a lot of the, like, quote-unquote popular girls at what we went to high school with, they were all, like, really wealthy. And they yeah. all came from, like, a really wealthy part of town. Yeah, and I guess I just wonder, like... I wonder if they knew that. Like, I wonder if they were consciously, like, aware of the fact that they were surrounded by a bunch of rich people. Um, yeah. Because that really limits, like, your perspective. And I'm sure, like... Like, I, I remember having... Realizing that I was the only girl wearing, like, flared pants. <laughs> like, my, like, yoga pants. Like, the, yeah. with the flared leggings. Like, this is, like, right when it was, like, you're a fucking social pariah for wearing those. And I remember, like, being in the bathroom and having, like, a panic attack... And being like, oh my god, like, I don't have, like, this is wrong. Like, what I'm wearing is wrong. Yeah. And, like, using 
hair ties and like tying my pants up at the bottom mm. so no one would know that I was wearing the wrong thing and like yeah. fucking like crying in the bathroom because and it sounds so stupid now but I was fucking 11 like yeah yeah I, and like you look back and you're like I think I look back on my life and it was like oh god like that was so cringy like I can't believe I did that like <laughs> you know what fuck I was 10 like you yeah, know I'm okay, allowed yeah. I'm allowed to be a little freak like I was yeah, a kid like I was absolutely. a I was a I was I, I wasn't cringy I wasn't naive I was a baby yeah I was a little fucking kid. Exactly. Like, I think when you're that age, you're so focused on growing up, and now we just want to be, like, kids again. Yeah. And, Absolutely. yeah. Yes, I, I wanted like, to be old so bad. Like, Drew Barrymore I, is, like, a really good example of this, I feel like. Yeah. Have you seen that video of her just, like, going out in the rain and just, like, putting her face yes. into the rain and just being so happy? Yeah. Um, and, like, you think about how she got sent to rehab when she was, like, 10 for being wow. an alcoholic. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's crazy, because, like... Like, that's insane. Like, we, I think she's a good example of that, just because... She never really got to, like, experience being a kid when it was available to her. And now mm. that's, like, all she... She's just this person who has this, like, beautiful soul and just, like, practices, like, just radical acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that that's just, like, one of the biggest lessons that we can learn from that. Yeah, I've really been trying to, like, center myself back with, like, who I was before socialization ruined me. Mm. And, like, I, I do want to bring this back to, like... Because middle school yes. is... is personally for me where that really started to like be obvious um to me and maybe not in the moment but I entered middle school as somebody who loved and I, I've always been a statement maker I love to yeah. wear a crazy outfit I love to wear and it, it's it looks different now for me um but what it looked like back then was like wearing my flying squirrel onesie to school like multiple times and like that's wearing awesome two lululemon headbands at once because <clears throat> I uh, needed people to know that my mommy could afford that. Um, <laughs> and I would wear, like, I wore a tiara, like, I, like. Camp. And, and yeah, and, and it was camp. camp. It, absolutely, it absolutely was. But people literally made fun of me, like, straight, like, straight up to my face. Like, people would make fun of me for, like, the stuff that I wore. And, like, by the end of eighth grade, like, I was, I was in, like, Brandy Melville crop tops. And, like, mm -hmm. sorry, but, like not a look and not a look for me like it's it just wasn't like it, it it wasn't who I was and I literally didn't even get close to even discovering you know more of that um until junior year yeah um, right before COVID and then like my I audience remember. was taken away from me <laughs> like you know me <laughs> no I remember like I think a lot of it for me was like I'm gonna say it like let me know if you agree but like when Euphoria came out I was yes, like yes I was yes. like I was like all right like like, I know, like, I think you'll definitely know what I mean. You'll definitely know, probably someone will pop in your brain when, like, mm. they saw, like, Maddie Perez and they just thought, like, being mean automatically meant being cool. And it's like, yeah. no, you're not fucking, you're not Maddie Perez. Maddie Perez is, like, an icon. Like, yeah. <laughs> like no, you're not, yeah. Ma you're not Maddie Perez. You're just another mean bitch and, like a pair of like basic ass leggings which is fine yeah. if you're wearing leggings but like but like you're not you fucking an, could you glue a rhinestone on your eye if you would you go up to school with a rhinestone glued on your eye no 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 like you know oh, do you have me. you exactly <laughs> yeah so like you know like if you're gonna be a bitch at least like be camp then you can be maddie perez Absolutely. but you can't just like be a bitch and not be camp yeah like yes. Regi it's like maddie perez or like regina george mm. like you can't just like try to think that you're like this hot mean girl like no you're just mean yeah you're just a cunt and like, there's something kind like of you're not like, Regina George giving people like style, like inspo, like, yeah. like that's kindness, and like that's what Maddie Perez did, and like yeah, she still was, she was, she kind still was like friends. kind, like, yeah. She just didn't really take shit from other people. Like I remember like her 
that scene I think in season two where it's like Lexi's like memory of Maddie and like Maddie kind of coming into Cassie's life and like telling Cassie like doing Lexi's makeup and telling her that like she's beautiful Mm -hmm. and that she should be more confident and I think a lot of things about Maddie is not that she's mean but that she's confident and that was like her whole story arc is being confident and so that was something that really impacted me is that it just being confident and just Mm -hmm. impact like realizing like this is who you are and like there's nothing worse not nothing worse um there's nothing better to do for yourself than just to be like radically confident yeah it's just this radical acceptance of who you are and like if you come across as confident then like most likely people are going to like you because they see something in you that they don't have definitely yeah i I think like that the concept of confidence really resonates with me like especially because i have a vivid memory of me in sixth grade well it's for context like me in fifth grade probably my peak confidence like Every time I signed my name, I would write, Eden is a star. Oh. Like, and, and you know what? Like, I really was manifesting it because it's true, um, because I actually am famous. So congrats to me. Period. Congrats to me for being famous. Um, but basically, like, I loved myself and I, like, wanted everybody to know it because, like, why wouldn't I love myself? I was talented. I was gorgeous. I was smart. Yeah. I was going places. Like, and I had good fashion sense. Like, yeah. Um, oh my god, in fifth grade, I got my first underwire bra, and (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you, I don't think I got one until, like, seventh grade. Wow. I was, like, rocking the sports bras. Seventh grade was my mom was, like, kind of a tomboy, though, so it was kind of, (laughs) your first thong? Yes. I didn't get a thong until, like, I think my, ooh, I didn't get a thong. I was very big on the, like, um, like, no line, like, the no. Not, no, 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 like, the seamless. seamless. I had a lot of the seamless stuff, but then I was like, oh, those are, like, a thing. Like, I can wear those. Like, freshman year, sophomore year. But that's actually so funny. No, I know. And, like, still to this day, I, like, can't wear any other type of underwear, like, but thong. No, no. It's it's, it's so bad, but, like, the other ones, it's just, like, the idea of, like, underwear lines really makes me, like, vomit. Like, nothing else fits. Okay, but I have have a trend Mm. forecast, though. Okay. I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know, I haven't seen anything about it, but I have a really strong feeling because of, like, the vintage, like, surge that we're having. I think thongs are gonna be, like, are, like, out already. I think it's gonna low-key be, like, normalized to have, like, a type of underwear line or to just have underwear that, like, looks like that. Like, Mm. like, not granny panties, but, like, underwear that well i've already seen people have like bloomer shorts yeah you know what i mean like the ruffled like knit bloomer shorts i swear to god i think i saw those on like green beer day at school when was that green beer day was it starts wednesday at midnight and goes like all day thursday (laughs) wait oh my so So the entire 24 hours leading in before st patrick's day like you are like going like parties start at midnight on wednesday and you are just going so there's like a break in the middle that's like bars but when you're not 21, no. I mean, well, I don't. I just have no Friday classes, so it was like I have school off. That's really actually super nice that that happened. Yeah. That way. No, but like Thursday, like I like skipped two of my class. I like never skip class. Yeah. I went to my 8:30, took a quiz. I still don't want to know how I did on that, but I actually feel like that was like the quizzes in that class were like really fucking difficult, and I like do so bad on them every single time. But I actually feel like that's the best one I ever took. Oh, good. <laughs> was when I was like hungover and like, like running out like an hour of sleep. Like... Literally happy green beer day. That's amazing. No, Green Beard is awesome. If you like, if anyone ever wants to come, like, experience Green Beard, like, please hit my line. But I low-key hate that color green that everybody wears for St. Patrick's Day, so I don't know if I would love it. Oh, you can wear like any color green. But like, I'd be pissed if I saw people in that color. Like, I'm literally, I don't want to look like at the it. Kelly green, or like the just like like that clock over there. 
Yes. Yes. I and I like it in small amounts like that. Like yeah. the color of Abby's room is like a beautiful like pale green. I love that. I love like a deeper, darker like um like the green that's on that painting. Like Yeah. You guys at home know what I mean. A nice forest green can make a girl's dream. Hello. Um you're welcome for literally spitting bars on you right now. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I I low key St. Patrick's Day is my least favorite holiday um wow. and I'm very passionate about that. Wow. Because, like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to wear that color. You look stupid, and why is everyone appropriating Irish culture on his? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not even really Irish. I- I'm literally kidding, actually. No, no, but no, I no. did see, like, somebody wearing this really funny hat that had, like, a beard that was on it, and it was just kind of hilarious. I remember there was this one kid who wore, like, a beard, like, beanie, like, every day of sixth grade in the winter. Like, that was, like, his hat. His winter hat. Had, like, a beard on it. Like, Literally, that's, like, every day. Every single fucking day in the winter, he wore that. That's crazy. Not, like, inside, but, like, outside when we were all waiting to go in, you know, and it's, like, I don't know about you, but, like, at Lincoln Middle, at Lincoln Middle School, shout out, um, <laughs> literally, like, you deserve financial compensation and a Purple Heart if you went mm-hmm. to Lincoln Middle School during the years of, uh, 20, 2015 and 2017. Um, yeah. but, yeah, oh my god. But, um, I remember, like, we'd all wait outside our door, like, there was, like, the door for, like, each class, and it was, like, cool to, like, see people then and just, like chit chat or whatever and i remember this one kid his name was joey and he always had like i don't know he's literally like was like unheard of like wait what's his last name joey marino oh oh, oh, the little one i know joey marino he kind of like disappeared out of my life like i don't know he kind of became like not real to me i mean i knew he existed and he's like a person with like autonomy you know what i mean like (laughs) he is a person i'm i'm value i'm i'm like valuing his person what her his personhood here but like he like just d- failed to exist to me like now in you're high school. Him. Oh, like I will. No kidding. Actually, <laughs> kidding. like I feel like I've only had like pretty positive experiences with him. No, I I never heard but... anything bad about him. Just that like he, I like never fucking saw him ever. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I have heard anything bad about him. I feel like he was really nice, and my friend my friend was like friends with him. Like so, like yeah. I, I feel like. I don't know, but yeah, I, I don't know, like, I don't know anything about him these days. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. He wore, he wore, I hope you still have your beard hat, Jim <laughs> Oh, it's him! Oh, yeah, he was there oh, with the beard hat. Oh, oh, aw. Yeah. See, like, that's the type of shit that we're missing for people. Like, everyone lacks so much personality. Well, like, I think one of the things that, like, it's all social media, because, yes. like, they, people have said, like, I think a lot of celebrities are like, what's the one thing you miss about, like, the 90s or whatever? And they're like, when there were no camera phones everywhere. Like, people mm-hmm. are posting every single thing they fucking do. And I think Instagram can be fun. And I approach Instagram personally, like, in a fun way. I try. Um, but I think, like, people who are like, oh, I can't do that because someone's going to post me doing it. And yeah. it's like, people are going to make fun of me. People are going to, like, I remember. Um, yeah, I'm going to name drop on this because literally fuck her. Yeah. It was um, freshman year of high school, and it was Halloween, and one of my, this girl that I was friends with at the time, she and I had been friends, like, as kids leading up to, like, early high school, we ended up drifting apart. Either way, mm-hmm. she was, her favorite movie was Coraline, and she dressed up as Coraline for Halloween at school. I think a ton of people dressed up for Halloween at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was wearing, like, a yellow raincoat, and then, like, striped pants, and she had, like, a blue wig on. Yeah. And it was, like, a good costume. Like, you could tell it was Coraline. Like, it was Halloween. It wasn't, like, a rando thing to do. Yeah. And fucking Alex Walzak is driving by down the, like, driveway that goes by Talcott into Main South. And I'm walking my friend, I'm walking home with my friend, because that's, like, down where she goes. And she comes out of her window and doesn't even say anything to us and films us on her phone while she's in the car with her friends like yeah 
films us just walking home and I like got in front of my friend and I flipped her off with wow. both hands and told her to go fuck her. I told her and her blunt ass blonde bob to go fuck herself. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, she can yeah. literally suck my dick. I don't wow. care. I, I don't know. Maybe she's like had a redemption arc, but I, yeah. I like still like that still pisses me off to this day yeah. because it's like, what right do you think you have to like pop your whole ass rubber necking head out of your damn car and like film someone yeah like what are you gonna do don't go make fun of us later like just go do it on your own time like leave me if you're gonna make if you're gonna fucking make fun of me and my friends leave me out of it yeah like i'd rather just not fucking know right go be a cunt on your own time because like that was another aspect of high school that was just not okay was people just filming each other and constantly feeling like you're gonna be made fun of and like outwardly like I'm obviously doing it. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Do whatever you want in public. Like, yeah, just like you. And and this is what I realize now. Like, y- like because like after hearing everyone's like stories and like experiences, like the shit like this like literally sticks with you forever. Like, yes. Still, and and shout out, um, shout out Joey Serpico on this one. Uh, I, I have literally, to run, he, I have to run this into. The he looks like ground. my like pedophile uncle. <laughs> um. I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm like he does look like a, he looks like a pedophile uncle. But like you, you said it, you know. Yeah. Um. But basically, like, like shit that people says say like literally will stick with you and has stuck with me to this day. Like, yeah. Not to like get personal, but like not gonna lie, like I still sometimes look in the mirror and see a football player. Like I, I still like, like that sticks with me, and especially mm-hmm. because like that was said about me when I wasn't like, I, I looked different than i do now you know and and like that's hard to make peace with because people don't lie about shit like that you know nobody's gonna post that and be like lol like jk like like i knew that he like genuinely thought something about me and like posted that like for everybody to see and like yeah me and grace talked about that in our last like episode really yeah so just like a recap um is like so grace and i were studying in the library and she's like taking a break on her phone and she goes and sees like this story of some kid she went to high school with and it's a screenshot of a girl's tinder profile a girl that he does not know it's a screenshot of some girl's tinder profile and this is like a bigger girl and it was like a picture of her and her in like a black dress like smiling and posing and his, like, comment was, like, next up at 270 pounds and five uh, feet tall, Jessica, or whatever the hell her name was. And that's, like, you know what? If you're going to be mean, if you're going to be a cunt, at least be original and funny. It's yeah. not like that it was not, it was just not, like, that's not fucking okay to say. Yeah. Also, like, wasn't funny. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like he's trying to be funny and make fun of this girl. Also, like, with online, one of the things I mentioned is, like, with online dating, like, your first, like, picture, that's, like, something that you're, you're feeling yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a picture, like, I'm sure she felt fucking beautiful in that photo. And I'm she sure no- she looked good as fuck, too. Like, she I just literally looked great. Too, no, her, like, she looked great. Like, yeah. her, everything, like, she literally just was a normal fucking person. Yeah. And so a lot of the points you brought up in this, up in that episode is, like, God forbid a woman exists who you don't want to have intercourse with. Literally. Oh, my God. God I'm forbid like- she fucking exists and loves being, and just has a happy life. Yeah. Like, they hate to fuck fucking see it you know what i mean like i don't know but that was just something that that really reminded me of is i'm sure like and i hope to god that like i don't know like you know like if i like i can see my insecurities in the mirror too like i have to wake up i wake up and i will look in the mirror and i have to see that every day so i'm sorry for the like 20 minutes that you have to see me in class that i'm like making you suffer but this is like my life yeah and like you every single like thing will chip away at you to a point where it's like that hurts a person. 
Yeah. Like, absolutely. don't project your insecurities about, like, your own body and, like, onto other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Grace was like. Grace was like, this guy is, like, he was basically kind of like a, kind of like a dad bod moment. And mm-hmm. so she's like, I feel like, she's like, he's one of those people that is always like, why don't I have, why don't girls like me? Why don't, like, because, because you don't like women. Like, maybe, <laughs> yeah, like, you don't like women because yeah. you don't want to, you want to have a girlfriend so that you can tell people that you have a girlfriend mm. and prove to people, like, yeah, look at me, girls like me. Like, I'm yeah. valid now. When really it's just like, you don't like women. True. It's like Tristan Thompson, true soulmate is a man. Sorry. Wait, what did you say? Tristan Thompson? Tristan Thompson, who's like cheating on Khloe Kardashian oh, like all the yeah. time. Like, if you're like, if you like, some basically like my point is is like some men just like truly don't like women yeah and they waste our time i think that's a really good they're just mean yeah i've definitely like experienced some like pretty like i I don't know there's this weird like culture when it comes to like high school boys that like i see especially through my brother and his friends like it's like normalized to genuinely be a terrible person like yeah and sorry to expose you like uh, my brother, I'm not going to say your name because, like, you're going to kill me um, if you ever find out. But um, mm-hmm. he told me that, like, he, like, doesn't tell his friends that he's Jewish because, like, they'll make fun of him. No way. Like, what? That's actually so fucked up. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. That I, I just think that that's, like, terrible. And, like, that's horrible. I actually love his friends and some of them are really nice and I've had good experiences with them. I don't think they like me very much. That's what he told me. <laughs> Which is fine, because, like, I don't really need validation. They're not your fucking friends, yeah. year old boys, but, like, I really, like, just hope for, like, healing for every... And, and, like, not to, like, be pro-man here, but, like, I really gotta, like, stick up for some men and say, like, I hope that you guys, like, heal from, like, the culture that you've been surrounded by. Yeah, the patriarchy hurts everyone, not just women. Exactly. It hurts everyone. And, like, for, for my benefit as a woman, but also, like, for your benefit as a man, like, and, like, I think that I... I don't know. I want to, like, be better at, like... Actually, okay, we have to change the topic really quickly because I have something so important to say. Speak on it. Men, where are your selfies on Instagram? Post a goddamn picture of yourself. (laughs) I'm literally so sick and tired of not seeing any pictures of you. Yeah, like, fuck, feel yourself. Where is the fucking mirror selfie? And you know what? Next time a man posts a picture of himself and genuinely is feeling himself and I'm looks gassing good and it, I'm gassing that shit up. I'm, I'm commenting, it, I'm, bitch, calling him, like, I'm calling him baby girl in the yeah. comments. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I, like, trust you will be dealt with. Trust you will be commented on. Yeah. And I'm going to support you because, like, we, and, like, I don't know. That's why, like, ugh, I, I, I'm struggling with, like, feeling, like, resentment towards men, but also, like, knowing that that's not going to help or fix anything. Literally. And, like, knowing that, like, we low-key gotta start, like, lifting them up and encouraging them to, like, go to therapy yes. and, like, not be a terrible person yes. and not trigger-warning R-word people. Like, yes! This is, like, like <laughs> I've had ter- my friends and I have had terrible experiences with men and, like, in college and just, like, or, like, in high school, too. Like, I've had some horrible things. Yeah. And I'm not gonna repeat them on this podcast because they are... I've had... Fuck all name drop. I've had... Joe Rita has said a... Called me a horrible... Horrible thing in the middle of like gym class in front of all of his friends. Oh my god, what did he say? It was you don't, like, he it he ins, it was incredibly. Let's just say like he insinuated something that was like incredibly transphobic towards me, and I'm oh. not transgender, but oh um, god, it was what? like really horrible. I'm not gonna repeat it. Um, but um, I, see, like I've had like, people say horrible things, but I like actually like hung out with my brother and his friends last night, and they're like seniors in high school, like eighteen year old boys. And I actually had an amazing time with them. They were so nice, like, constantly, like, making me laugh, like, 
respectful, like, very nice, and, like, asking me about college, and it's, like, like, actually, like, asking me questions rather than, and, like, actually having a conversation with me versus just, like, talking at me and, like, wanting to know my opinions on, like, my college experience as, like, they're going into it or, like, asking, showing me, like, something that they're joking about and rather than just, instead of keeping it, like, an inside joke, they're, like, allowing me in on the joke and then they were, like, hey, like, do you want to go to McDonald's with us? Like, Mm. I was, like, yeah, like, and I had a great experience with that and that's, like, you know, like, I think that, like, my brother has a very, from what I've seen, like, he has a very healthy relationship with his friends and I think that that's great, but I can only, I can only hope that that, like, continues, but I know that that's, obviously, like, I know that that's not the case for everyone. Yeah, I think, like, also something, like, significant about like men and their relationships is that like a lot of times like their first like real deep like true vulnerable relationship is like the person that they end up dating and like yeah that ends up putting so much pressure on like that person to then like fulfill them emotionally in such an intense crazy like going to be borderline manipulative way and like that's why like i just i i really hope and i don't know how this will be made better but like i hope that like it'll be normalized for, like, men to have relationships with their friends where they're really able to be honest and, like, be real. And not just in a way that's, like, gross and, like, weird about women or whatever. Like, yeah, I, like, you can be like, oh, like, her ass is so fat. Like, <laughs> I talk about guys that I find attractive to my friends. I probably won't say, like, oh, the the Like, dick was fat. Like, like damn, that dick was fat. Like, <laughs> No. I love that thick dick. Yeah! Rega- regards, yeah! Abigail. Like, <laughs> no, not the girth on that. One. Not the girth on that one. Sorry. Um. Anyway, but like, the re like I like, like you know like they are like, literally men. But like, there's a difference in being like, oh look, this girl sent me photos of herself when we were dating, and I still have them. Whatever. Let me look here, guys. Want me to send them to you? Like, that's very different than just being like, I find this person attractive. Yeah. And, like, okay, some of my guy friends at school have recently, like, said some things that I found really interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. one of them was basically talking about the fact that, like, they don't talk to their friends about, like, the girls that they're interested in or hooking up with. Like, what? Like, and, because that, we do a lot of talking about guys. Yeah, like, all the time. That's, like, one of the My brothers were talking about, like, their girlfriends yesterday. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. Not in, like, a, like, what they do. Not in yeah. front of me what they were doing or whatever, but, yeah. like, at least not in front of me they weren't talking about, like, if they do something behind closed doors. Right. But just, like, they, like, talked about their girlfriends. Like, my brother's in it. My brother all, my brother and his friends, they all have girlfriends. Yeah. That's, huh. All of them? Most of them. Damn, that's crazy. Like, I think all except, like, one or two. Have, like, I, I, all of them have, like, long-term fucking girlfriends. Like, wow. two, of, two of Charlie's best friends have been dating the same girl since, like, freshman year of high school whoa yeah like long fucking time or something like that like charlie was dating this one girl that we both know i'm not gonna name names but like for almost two years and now he's kind of like in like i don't even know if they're like dating or if they're just like i guess like in a relationship but like i don't know if it's like boyfriend girlfriend you know what i mean like yeah there's definitely like it's definitely like a relationship and like that's been going on like his other friend has been dating a girl for like a few like a few good few months like his other friend is like in a relationship too like yeah like they're all in like pretty like long-going relationships well i hope that they're treating those sweet sweet girlies right and you know what i mm-hmm. hope that those girlies are treating them right too valid yeah like they deserve that but there's no way because you're just so young i'm still like borderline too young to even like know what to do in a relationship like yeah i've still got some growing to do yeah you know 
Yeah. Like, let's be 100%. I think just, here. in my opinion, just, like, considering what men are offering right now, I'm not really interested. Mm. That's a really good way to put it. It's not that I'm not attracted to men, and, like, but, like, at the same time, like, considering what men at college are, like, looking to offer, I know mm. that's not, that's just not really for me. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm not really looking to, like, do the most intimate thing two people could possibly do together and then just, like, act like I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Like, when you yeah. go talk to some other girl. It's like... <laughs> like, okay. Also, I just think hookup culture is so toxic and, like, not normal. Like, yeah. not to, like, like demonize, like, you know, like, having flings or whatever, but, like, hookup culture, it's like, nah, dog, like, you weren't, like, a situationship. Like, 50, 30 years ago, you would have been lovers. Like, just, like, yeah, call, it what, call it what it fucking <laughs> yeah. is. You weren't in a situationship. Literally. You were lovers. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. Not to, I like, agree. not to, like, Catholicize, like, the terms or whatever, but, yeah. like, that's literally what it is. Yeah. No, that's such a good point. And I've had, like, I don't know, I've never, like... It's like, no, you weren't in a month... You weren't in, like, a six-month-long situ- exclusive situ- situationship. You're dating. Yeah. That is your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, true. Like, they will do anything but be your fucking boyfriend. Mm, yeah. It's like, you know what? Just go fuck off, then. You know? If you still have to, like, sow some oats, go do them, like, on your own damn time. Don't waste true. time. I, I'm huge on people, like... That's my big thing with, like, friendships, relationships, like, family even, like, literally, jobs, like, anything, don't waste my fucking time. Yeah. Do not, do not offer me a role less than what I deserve. Mm. Do not, like, tell me that we were going to hang out and then you knew that you you couldn't and then just, like, cancel plans last minute. Do not, like, do this and then expect me to just be okay with it. Like, you know, like, treat me with the respect that I deserve as I am affording you as the best I possibly know how. Yeah. And do not waste my time. I think that's super valid, and I've never really seen you, like, not treat someone with the respect that they deserved. Like, if someone doesn't reserve, deserve respect, like, you treat them accordingly, and I, like, for the most part, obviously. Like, I at try. At least now, you know? Yeah. Like, I think it's really easy to, like, be okay with getting walked all over when you just want something so bad. Oh, God, that <laughs> describes, like, the, like, last, like, probably, like, ages, like, <laughs> 10 to, like, 17 for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's, I, I, trust me, like, I yeah. know what you mean. It's you different, just, like. It's like, damn, crazy. Yeah. Just wanting to be loved. Whoa. Right. Like, and and <laughs> you've, you've experienced it in different ways, but, like, yeah. at the end of the day, really at the end of the day, everybody wants to be, like, deeply loved. And, yeah. like, if they don't, then, like, they're ignoring, like, some, you that know. They're, then, like, maybe you, like, you need to go to therapy. Sorry. Definitely. Um, well, I mean, either way, like, go to therapy. Like, go to... If you're listening to this... Hey, guys. First of all, if you're listening to this, literally, I love you. But also, please go to therapy. Please get help because you're get not just going to randomly get better. Like, you literally need help. Your parents probably fucked you up and you probably need help. Yeah. Like, And they were doing help. things the best way that they knew how. Absolutely. But... That doesn't mean that it, like, won't have an impact on you and you can't, like, break the generational curse. Oh, that's so, like, complicated. Well, I think a lot of times, like, I look, like, if you look at my wall, if you've ever been in my room, you know that there's, like, film photos, like, literally all over my wall from, like, mm-hmm. my junior year of high school. And if you look, like, right above my desk, there is a picture of me as a little kid. And I would use it, in high school, I would use it, like, as a bookmark. And eventually, like, when I put up this wall, I decided to put it up, like, on my wall. And, like, I think it's very, I think it's one of the most incredibly valuable things that you can do for yourself. Take a picture of yourself as a little kid and, like, just, like, any picture. It doesn't need to be, like, anything special or whatever. Just, like, the probably, like, one of the first ones you find. Or, like, one that you feel like you look just like a little muffin and it's just, (laughs) you look really cute. 
and put it on your mirror, put it by your sink, put it by like where you get ready or where you really look at yourself or like above your desk where you do homework or whatever. And like just I think it's a good reminder that it's like that little girl doesn't deserve that. Mm. It's would you, that you would you do that. anything that someone could say to me? Would you say that to that little girl? Yeah. She doesn't deserve that. No, not at all. No. Um, and that's the way that I apply that to my life. Like, I know that I don't fucking deserve that. Yeah. I've already just, I've, I think I've been through the ringer and I, I've, I, I know what the consequence is if I let myself slip and like, she doesn't deserve that. Definitely not. Yeah. So that um, was like really deep. No, like literally just like. <laughs> email alert. Literally just yesterday. And you think like, a button for that, like the email alert on the pile, like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a few days ago, I found this. Well, I think this picture was on my wall, but I took it off and I put it actually on. It's basically a picture of me when I was like five. Mm-hmm. Um, I put it on my microphone box for like when I open it to like record music on mm-hmm. my computer. So I just like look at it. It just makes me more like hopeful because it's hard like when you're trying to like make something creatively and you're frustrated. Like it's really hard to be super hard on yourself yeah Um, and like if you're not a creative then like just any work you do you know like if you're an academic if you're if you like work in the trades if you like it's really easy to get so like hard and down on yourself that's so true yeah and like remembering where you came from remembering who you are and like remembering that like you deserve as much like love and respect as like kid you did like yeah that can be really refreshing there's no reason not to be as like hopeful and happy as you were as a kid i mean like it takes a lot of work to like unlearn what made you lose that hope and that happiness but once you unlearn that i think it's a good reminder that it's like who says that you don't get to who says that that per like that's still you like the whole have you seen the tiktok trend the like she lives inside me oh, trend yeah that makes me cry yeah literally like makes me fucking cry but like i love that trend because it's just like like she's still there that's still you yeah i think like something i've been thinking about a lot recently in terms of like the way that i viewed life differently is that from a very young age like i think my mom instilled this in me because she's always been very like romantic and in nature like i've just always been so excited for like the love that I get to experience because I've always had so much to give and like, yeah, I've always been so excited to like share that with somebody. And after every experience that I have with a guy, re- the song on Spotify. sorry guys, um, please repeat that. Yeah. Um, but basically, <laughs> um, what I was saying is that like with every like relationship or situation, that- sorry, it's my fucking birth control alarm. Okay. <laughs> fuck. Just keep okay, going. Normalize it. Normalize it. But, um, with every situation that I've had with somebody, it's sort of chipped away at, um, the hope, that I had for love and like mm-hmm. there's this very specific feeling that's like unlike anything else and it's like the feeling that I get when I'm hopeful when I'm hopeful about love and it's just god like, do I understand that there is nothing there is nothing that like beats it or like changes that but like as I've gotten older and as I've like experienced these like really heavily disappointing situations with people it just kind of like it does chip away at that yeah like it it makes me feel like less willing to like bring that side of me out again because I know how it ends and I know how terrible it is. Yeah. God. <laughs> like I don't want to like put myself through that. No. Know? Of course you don't. Yeah. Like it's just kind of like why would you run back to the same thing that hurt you? Yeah. Oh, I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I'm incredibly avoidant. Yeah. But I think like at a certain point like it's time to realize that like 
that's not going to get us anywhere. Because you can't expect vulnerability without <laughs> yeah. offering up some of your own. Shout out, Kaylin. You're the best therapist I've ever had, and I've seen maybe ten. So, Valid. Um, like, she's literally amazing. I'm Guys, if you're ever amazing. considering becoming a therapist, um, do it. Yeah. If you, if you ever could think that you, like, think you'd be a good therapist, also, like, at any point in your life. Yeah. If you're like, I want to get, like, certified as a therapist, and you think you can offer that to other people, do it. And, like, I'm... It's such amazing work. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of people that don't believe in therapy, and I think that... Um, you need to get off your high horse and, and stop acting like it's the damn boogeyman because it's yeah. done so much amazing work for me. And sorry, but like your, your problems are literally not going away. Like if you no. have a fear of abandonment, like you're going to have to go to therapy. Like, sorry. And like, obviously not everyone can afford it and, and it's not yeah. like, as accessible to everybody. So like, that's True. definitely an, an exception. And like, let's figure something out, you know, like mm -hmm. you can't, like there are ways to figure that out and work around that. And like there are really cheap options and like better help exists or whatever. I have, yeah. really, I don't know if that's actually like valid, but like therapy is absolutely a necessity if you really want to be truly, truly healed. And like, I'm someone who is in school to be a therapist right now. And low key, like, and I don't know if this is just because I'm only a sophomore, but like, it's not really been the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. Like, the academics really aren't that hard and like psychology is so interesting so like do it like yeah. switch your major fuck it like fuck it and like if you're already a psych major you're a good girl and i love yeah <laughs> i think i'm not like i'm not a psych major myself but like taking that class like really did like teach me a lot about like myself yeah yeah like as a kid like it really did help me with like forgiving myself for like making mistakes when i was younger because it's like you're literally, like, your brain, when you're a kid, like, you know, like, the, like, um, what is it, like, um, I don't know what it is, but, like, the stages of development for a child's mm -hmm. brain and how, like, they literally can't, like, you're, you're at a point, like, as a kid where, like, you can't imagine what other people's points of view are. Oh, yeah. Because that doesn't yeah. exist to you. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember, yeah. like, what that's called. Yeah. Um, those like tests that yeah, they did. We watched a bunch of videos. Perspective things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, like I think it was like, oh, it's a box of crayons and like but there's can and the kid they asked the kid like what do you think is in this box of crayons? And their like parent is out in the hallway. And then they're like crayons and they open it and it's like candy and they're like, Oh my God. Um <laughs> and then you're like, what would your what is your mom if we bought your mom in here, um what do you think what do you think she would say is in the box? And yeah. they would say candy. Huh. Instead of crayons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a box of crayons, automatically you're going to assume it's crayons. But the child is like, oh, I know it's candy, so therefore yeah. my mom is going to know it's candy. Oh, or the, so whoever's in the hallway. It's interesting. Yeah. And low-key, it's like, we don't really learn, really, really, truly learn that until we're actual full adults. Yeah, like, exactly. It's so hard to keep other people's perspectives in mind when you're doing things sometimes. Yeah, like, so it's not like, like, don't hold yourself to like that high of a standard when you're younger because it's like, like, really forgive yourself because you literally mm. just did not know your brain yeah. is not at a point where like you really know no one comes into this life knowing everything and being perfect yeah that's very like comforting because i know specific things i did in elementary and middle school that yeah. were incredibly hurtful and like i'm here to say that like i've done some things that maybe people would make me think or maybe people would think like that i'm not a great person if they knew and like i feel like a certain amount of guilt about that but then i'm like okay wait i was 12 or yeah. Like, oh, I was like 10. Like, yeah, I literally all you know is like what your parents 
parents and like what like the people around you teach you like yeah. you don't have all the tools you're like a little like, sponge yeah and like I don't know. Also, like, you don't know, like, who you you are yet. And yeah. So, like, certain things are really just projecting. Like, yeah. I'm sure that, like, certain people that have, like, made fun of you, like, Loki just hated themselves. And, like... Oh, sure! And, like, I try to, like, I don't know. You know what? I'm, I'm here to say on this podcast that, like, I forgive you, Joey. I forgive you, Joseph. And... <laughs> And I forgive everybody who's ever. Done I forgive Joe Rito, but I don't forgive you, Alex Walzak. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck damn, you. Damn. Honestly, and also if, if you're a friend of Alex Walzak's and you like want to like catch me in 4K, fucking do it. I film her reaction and like email oh. it to me. My Instagram oh. is at abby dot s h o w. Wow. Yeah, hit my line, bitch. For the record, like I I'm not speaking on like any of these any of the same people, but like. These are Abby's words, not mine, and, like, these are my words. Yes, also, like, I'm being, like, dramatic. I'm being (laughs) funny. Like, I'm trying to be funny, but also, like, I... That was very hurtful, and that was Yeah, I can imagine that would be terrible. Well, because I live the rest of my life being like, well, I can't do anything. I'm not going to act out, because the next thing I know, I'm on someone's fucking private story. Oh, yeah. I felt constantly, like, in high school, I was, like, I constantly felt like I was being fucking watched from that experience onwards. Like, it had damaging effects on me. And, and in a, a way, lot, like, it took a lot for me to unlearn watched. that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, in a way, we are all being watched, and and like what helps me is like remembering that I don't have to always watch other people. Like you yeah. don't have to be judging people. Like if you see, and you know what? Let's do like radical acceptance. Like I speak about this all the time. Heavy like, on the radical acceptance. Yeah, and you know what? Furries, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people who wear American flags on their clothes, I love you. Like. I like because you guys are really one and the same to me. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm kidding, but like I believe that like if you're doing something that makes you happy and does not hurt anyone, like you deserve radical acceptance and no judgment. Like if you want to wear a tail, like wear your fucking tail, and you better wear a good fit with it, or I will make fun of you for being ugly. I'm sorry, okay. this is such a good tape, but I'm just thinking of, like, a really patriotic furry who's, like, a bald eagle, and his, like, <laughs> persona is, like, his oh persona is, like, I don't know, like, a bald eagle who's, like, really patriotic. That's actually real as fuck, or, like, a Trump <laughs> persona. Oh my god! Like, you just wear, like, a toupee, like, a, like a white furry toupee. Please. <laughs> like, you ever, wait, you know that meme that came out, like, right after, like, Trump got elected, and it was, like, an ear of corn with, like, the, like hair on the corn on the yes, top and it was like yes. his face on it and i that's what like ingrained in my brain uh-huh. i remember i definitely saw that during like my middle school science class oh my god and it's crazy because like i literally publicly like supported trump in like eighth grade like let's talk about that like i like <laughs> wasn't really vocal about my political opinion because I, I didn't really have any political opinions when i was a kid but like I kind of just, like, went along with what my parents wanted, and that's that, that was their view. So I would just be like, people would want to talk about it at my lunch table. And I was like, first of all, none of us are going to vote in an election until, like, at least six years. So, yeah. like, I don't know, really know why we give a fuck. I mean, obviously, it's important to care, but, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, I always feel, like, guilty about that, too. Like, how, like, yeah. when I was 13, I low-key was, like yay trump because that's all i knew because my parents were into trump and like yeah i just like thought that they were god i thought my parents were god and everything they said was right so i was yeah. like yeah oh. going to college really does emphasize that your parents are really just like their people oh oh yeah i unfortunately learned that a little too early and that was really like world rocking for me when i was still living in the house yeah um and that that caused some issues for sure i literally <laughs> went from thinking my dad was god to like feeling like this intense like resentment towards him and i like oh yeah no same it was like god intense resentment and now we're just like we're 
at least for me, it's like I'm, I'm chill. Yeah. But I know it took a lot for me to get there. It wasn't easy. Definitely. And, like, I think that when I realized that my parents weren't God is when, like, my life really turned upside down. And it's coincidentally also the day I stopped believing in God. Wow. I, it was this one specific conversation with my dad. We were at, how long is this thing, by the way? Like, it's, we're at an hour and 11 minutes. Should we, like, cut it? We honestly can keep going. Okay. Or if cool. we want to make two. We can yeah. finish this point and then maybe start another one. Okay, true. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to, like, just finish this really quickly. Basically, like, there was, we, we went out to dinner and from that point before it was 2020, um, I, like, was a Christian and I, like, believed in God. I believed in my father and I believed the world was, like, peaceful. And my dad said something about how God said that the man was the leader of the house and ever since that conversation I like lost respect for like Christianity and my father and it was like honestly my whole life like changed um but (laughs) anyway guys (laughs) yeah like this has honestly been like so much fun it's I love doing this pod it's just such a release and I've been like wanting to have you on the pod for a while (laughs) so it's just really nice to just kind of like have these conversations because this isn't something that we do organically I feel like sometimes actually you and I sometimes get to like get deep into it organically so it's nice yes. to like have it on the record and like i don't know maybe if other people can listen to this and like if we're getting some head nods there like we've done our job like <laughs> yeah yeah. <definitely. laughs> yeah so each episode we do an in and an out and then a song of the okay. week it's like me and grace started that recently so i would say from what we were discussing earlier my song for this episode is going to be um telephones by vacations okay. yeah do you I, have one? yeah i love that fucking song mm-hmm. um do i pick one too or is that yes, our song? you pick one Ooh. Or maybe just a song that you really liked recently. Um, let me low-key go on my Spotify. Okay. I feel like I'm being put on the spot, but, like, yes. I love it. Um, ooh, Trigger Warning, All I Need by Radiohead? No, <laughs> I won't do that. Ooh. Ooh, this is so hard. Okay, I'm gonna pick the song Easy On Your Own by Always. Okay. Um, I love Always. Um, they are an, literally one of my favorite indie bands, and the girl's voice is just angelic and the lyrics are perfect. It is. Um, if you've never listened to them, listen to Not My Baby. It's one of the best songs ever made. Yeah. Um, and read the lyrics because it's actually perfect. Um, but Easy On Your Own is just like, I don't know. It's just perfect. It's beautiful. Nice. Um, ins and outs? Is it just like trend-wise? Uh, yeah, like your own personal trends. Like I would definitely say um, my in is probably being home for okay. spring break. Yeah. And my out would probably be... Um, oh, what's something I'm, like, not digging right now? Oh, God. I feel like my mm. out is, like... God, I don't, I don't even know if I have an out right now. I guess, like, my out is drinking since I'm fucking <laughs> home and, like... Yeah. I'm gonna be, like, di- like sitting around with my dick in my hand for the next, like, That's days, real but, as fuck. Yeah. Um, my ins are gonna have to be vulnerability and boundaries like, word that's really like how yeah. i'm feeling um because like be vulnerable and then like set a boundary and then outs um definitely like jumping to conclusions and not giving people the benefit of the doubt um, valid i'm really trying to be better with that also um those converse with the chunky souls <laughs> I have to. I I have a no, platform. I, I have to I speak on it. I was into them in the begin in the beginning, but now I'm just kind of like, I'm ready to see them go. Yeah, like I'm kind of glad I didn't buy them. I almost did. I like really wanted them. I thought they were so sick. I remember Bree Berry walked in wearing those in my apes class, like senior year of high school, and I was like, God. Fuck 
fucking damn it, she did it again. Oh she has God. the thing I want. She has the clothes that I want to be wearing. Oh God, God fucking damn it. Yeah, so shout out Brie Berry. Um, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know, but like, yeah. So um, I'm ready to see them go, though. They had their time. Yeah, for yeah. real. Definitely. Oh my God, I thought you were playing Lil Peep. No. Anyway, um... Thanks for listening. Yeah, I guess. Thanks for listening. Like, <laughs> we're probably gonna make another episode in a second. We just wanted to wrap that one up because yeah. we're like hitting an hour fifteen. But yeah, yeah. Blessings and peace for real. Adios. Bye.